Detail. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Monkey Tail Podcast. I'm your host, Bruno Pinto, and with me as ever, I have my friend slash co-host, Mr. Marius Dunkley. Hello. His internet is a bit spotty today, so we may lose him. We'll see. We'll see how he goes. And we also have Captain of the Boat with a broken headset, Mr. Ben Jenkins. How are you doing, sir? Ahoy. I'm good. I'm very well, guys. Good to see you. It's been a while. It has been a while, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, we obviously had a, a special guest, Alex, last week. And we have um, uh, an actual uh, resident an host. Actual yeah. special. Uh, even special. Well, well, I wouldn't say resident. Yeah. You know what? Before we before we met you, before we met you, Ben, uh, Marius did say to me, "Well, we need to be careful with this Ben. He might be a special. This is literally <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that, that, that was literally his words." Okay, so uh, you know, and looking at your headset, I think he was right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am a little bit uh, not flaky, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't don't sort of fit into the norm. So uh, yeah, a little bit special. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, guys. Happy to be here. Thanks for having Fantastic. me. Fantastic. Happy to have you back. Uh, uh, right. Let's start the podcast like we always do with an opening question. And the opening question uh, today is: um, You have a, a real life HUD. A HUD for for is a, obviously heads up display, and um, you can see stats on it uh, or information. Uh, so, what would you have on your li- real life HUD, and why, uh, Ben? Well, uh, I think. A couple of little bits, but because uh, I drive so much, uh, an inbuilt GPS compass pointing to wherever I'm heading, uh, that would be sort of a standard for me. Um, I like the idea of, of, again, maps, like waypoints for the shop or you know the, the toilet or something just in your, in your vision, uh, just points of interest, I suppose. Um, and also the idea, I was th- thinking about it today, um, you know, in like uh, watchdogs, you can see that this person's a banker or has having trouble with their relationships or something like that. Something along those lines, but in a more positive, very menial way. So you would be driving down the motorway and it'd be like, this person likes watching clouds or this person is, you know, like like singing in the shower. (laughs) I don't know, just like little snippets of information about other people. It's not intrusive um, and it's not, uh, you know, it's just just brighten up your day, really. I don't know. I thought about you know the standards of like HP or hunger meters and stuff like that, but pretty good with knowing when I'm hungry or if, if my health's low. So uh, there's a couple of points for you. I mean, that, that's that, that's uh, well, I'm going to ask in a second as well. But but that, that's uh, that was a writing prompt as well. Uh, so um, I think Marius told me about uh, no Marius. Um, Let's get these two fucking mixed up. Martin oh. told—that's the one. Yeah, Martin told me this one, which is a, a writing prompt he saw with his huds, huds, um, real life hud, which was you get a real life hud that tells you uh, uh, how long you have to leave and how long other people have to leave, and then you see somebody on 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 the street that has minus hours left. So that's a writing prompt, you know. So I'm like, I, I want to watch that movie. That sounds cool. So wh- how's that person cheating life, or cheating death? Yeah. So I think that's quite cool. Uh, so, um, Maris, what what would be the information you would like to see? Um, I think I only need one thing on my real life HUD, and that is a dickometer, um, oh. which tells me what level of dickhead the person that is coming at me is. Uh, so I can completely avoid any interaction with people that go too far uh, to the right of the the dickometer. Uh, so I never have oh, to so, interact with those sort of people. So you'd have an actual, you would have an actual. Meter, yeah, yeah, like, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be a percentage. You would just you would just see the the arrow going. Yeah, absolutely. Just Old like, a, like a, yeah, absolutely. I, I like it. I like it. Um, 
That's no. Uh, mine is a uh, similar. I mean, I would like a, a, essentially a a, a a bullshit detector, a lying detector, uh, so that uh, when, whenever somebody was uh, saying something, maybe one with the if it was intelligent enough, one that would come up with the actual fact. They say, "Oh yeah, I finished uh, first uh, in this competition in school," and then uh, it, like false, actually finished fifth. Uh, <laughs> you know, like something like that. Uh, you know, so, so like just give me the right fact. So uh, so I'll be that guy going. Like, mm, Actually, no. This is the answer. So I, I would like that. Uh, distance stuff is quite good, you know, uh, as well. The GPS, like you said. Hey, listen, you have to have the time as well. You know, like just the current time of the day. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, and maybe a high score of some sort, like an augmented reality style game, a high score game as you go along through that day. I don't know. I see. Or maybe I could put that threat is on my peripheral vision as well. You know, that that, that would be uh, quite interesting. Very good. Okay, I think that answered the question somewhat. Uh, if uh, if you guys want to give us your answers, uh, please uh, send us send us your answers on um, either by Twitter uh, at monkeytail UK or uh, send us a uh, email to monkeytail.co.uk. That's the one. Podcast at monkeytail.co.uk. I got it right in the end. I normally say it at the end, and I get ready for it at the end. But I I just I just uh, surprise myself by doing it uh, earlier. Uh, okay, uh, let's uh, go move on to that looks interesting. I mean, there's um, a couple of things. Uh, the, the Sony, uh, uh, not Sony. My God, I'm getting everything wrong today. The Epic <laughs> versus uh, versus Apple. Um, uh, Maris is uh, putting his, eye, uh, rolling yeah. his eyes up. No, no, it's it's. I think it's actually very interesting uh, because it's still going on. I think it, today was the, the last day uh, of the. Of the trial now, it's going to have to go to the. It's, it's a judge trial, so she, she, she'll make a decision. But it, it, what it looks like, from I've been following it quite closely, it looks like where the judge is going to land is they're going to tell Epic no, they they, they cannot have a, a obviously their own market on the Apple Store, but they might uh, stop Apple from doing the, the what is called the non-steer uh, clause they have, which is if you put an app on the on the App Store, you can absolutely sell. A subscription for cheaper elsewhere in your website or but you cannot say go and find it there so the what it, it looks like uh, the judge is going to go like apple no it's still your wall garden but you cannot stop them from saying they can get it cheaper elsewhere which i think that's probably what's going to land so and i think apple will be okay with that to be fair apple because it is still because somebody like marius if if he's like you can get it for six pounds here or for five pounds we have to go and sign on there and go on the website you probably just pay the six pounds so, so uh, right. apple, apple will be quite happy with that because most people would still stay anyway without having to to go through all the hassle so that's probably where, where it looks where it's gonna looks like it's gonna uh, is heading obviously the, the decision has not been made yet we'll, we'll see um we'll see we'll see where it, where it goes but a lot of uh, uh witnesses have been in already uh and a lot of um uh, documents have been leaked because of this which pissed off a few people one which i thought was very interesting is that sony charges uh developers for crossplay okay oh, really? so yeah so 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 for crossplay, this is what this is what they do. They say, "Okay, so your game, we made X amount, X amount uh, uh, in microtransactions or whatever in sales uh, a year, right? This is how much we made, and if we get eighty percent of that, still this following year, no problem. If we get less than eighty percent, you have to pay us a difference." They, they, oh, you have to pay a percentage of the difference. So, so they're actually charging uh, because that, 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 their point is, if um, 
if uh, if you're gonna do it cr- cross platform, then uh, their users might spend the money elsewhere. They might spend it uh, on, on the PC or on the phone, etc. So, so, which I think is very cheeky, actually. I, 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 I mean, I mean, they can do it because they have the market lead. We'll see, obviously, what happens um, in a few years. Uh, uh, if they still have the market lead, etc., or not? But I thought that was quite interesting. That came out of out of out of the um, out of this uh, uh, trial. And finally, uh, not trial related, you'd be happy to know, uh, but also uh, came from a from a, a earnings meeting, I think, or I think it was addressing the the shareholders. Uh, Ubisoft have uh, have kind of like they, they, their business plan was always make four at least four big AAA games a year. You know, Assassin's Creed, uh, Watch Dogs, uh, uh, Far Cry. You know, ever. so they they said um, they they not gonna do that uh, anymore uh, because that's the business is mo- moving. So they 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 want to try and do more of the free to play uh, th- thing because that's where the money is is coming. It's the so so it looks like they still gonna do AAA games, but they're gonna focus more on doing something where they give you the 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 experience for free, but then you pay microtransactions going forward. Which I like Ubisoft's games. I think that's sad news, actually, <laughs> uh, for, personally. But what do you guys think about that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't care. What about yourself? Okay. No, 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 not really. I mean, I mean look, <laughs> I um, uh, it depends exactly what they like. Exactly what have they said? Are they going to stop making? AAA play games they, and they, they're just, they're, they're just or, no. or is it just they're going to focus on free to play stuff because the, that's the case uh, whatever they'll just do their free to play but the triple a will still be there they 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 got they still gonna do triple a but they but uh but uh the but they're gonna do um um they're not gonna do four big triple a's a year anymore they might only do one or two and then the other ones will be triple a as well but it'll be free to play triple a free to play uh, games were obviously heavily subsidized by microtransactions. So that's... yeah, I, th- I think fr- free to play is probably changing. Like what that means nowadays, it's you know, like they they give away games. You know, Rainbow Six, for example, you get that for free pretty much anywhere now. Destiny Two, you know, these are all essentially free to play, and it it it's not as bad as it you know it used to be on the mobile for example with all the ads being thrown at you and that's where they make the money i I think free to play is not actually such a bad thing anymore as long as it's not in your face and it gives you the option to uh you know play the game at your own pace it might be a slower pace than if you pay to win but obviously that's that's a different argument but uh i mean the the game i've been playing is free to play at the minute and i'll talk talk about that later but um i don't think it's too bad um uh, it, so with 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 Ubisoft, uh, I kind of went off their games. I think that all their games were melding into into one uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought that was an excellent title. They did. They did. Uh, Valhalla was okay, but but Odyssey was the one. I mean, I I, I love uh, uh, mythology and all of that anyway. Um. So I really liked that. Um. But um. I don't really play free-to-play games. I, I I think you're right. It is changing. I mean, Genshin Impact, which is I think one that came out recently, which is supposed to be quite good actually, even though it's uh it's like a Zelda-like uh you know a, a Japanese ripoff. 
Yeah, I, I hear the microtransactions can be quite offensive in that game, though. Is that right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently they, they're pretty obtrusive, I think. But but the game itself is supposed to be a decent, a decent game, allegedly. Uh, you know, I cannot, yeah. get, I cannot get over the, the looks of it. It looks too, you know, Manta, too, no Manta, what's it called? Uh, manga, that's the one, Manta. You're Manta. doing fucking stupid <laughs> job today, Thank Bruno, you. I Thank must you. say. Well Thank done. You. It's It's the time of the day, I think. The time of the day. Saturday afternoon is not. I, 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 in the morning is when you get my my full uh, my full uh, podcastness. Uh, I think it's interesting. Uh, I think it's interesting what, what is changing. Uh, on that, um, uh, I was complaining to Marius actually not too, not too long ago about um, uh, about uh, PS Five exclusives are like seventy quid. That's the price, you know. And uh, it, I think, I think that's crazy. But then I was looking a bit more into it and reading a bit more into it. And uh, the fifty pound or the forty pound module doesn't work without supporting it with microtransactions. So, so it only works if you do it like Ubisoft does. They do it for forty pounds, but then you have uh, all the aggressive uh, microtransactions as well in in the background. You know, if you wanna, you know, uh, buy more credits or whatever, you you get it like that, or like with you know with the uh, uh, Overwatch and games like that. So then I thought to myself, would would I pay seventy pounds for a game which is like a a, tri- a classic AAA Sony game, but without any of the bullshit microtransactions? And the answer is yes. So I think I'm okay with it. If if that's the cost they, if that's what it costs to make the type of games they make, which is what I like, then yes, I think that's fine. If you know, if it costs more money to make it, you know, it's, it costs more money to make. I guess it's. I think prices, you know, because if you think about it, they haven't really changed that much. I was just about to say, yeah. To be fair, the price of a standard. Uh, full budget video game has not changed for years and years to be honest ps2 maybe uh era perhaps ps3 maybe it went up a little bit for ps3 sort of generation yeah Um, but other than that it's basically stayed the same or if anything gone down because back in the day i seem to remember like Street Fighter 2 being like 80 or 90 quid or something stupid like that when it came. Might not have been quite that much. Might have been 70 quid then, yeah. to be fair. Um, Cartridges were a lot more expensive back then. Yeah, they? exactly. So so um, considering the um, requirements to make a game and the team sized involved in making a game, um, we've been robbing them blind in, <laughs> in terms of the, 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 yeah. the RRP, I think. Yeah, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. They still make they still make money, but but it's just uh, it, it's just uh, yeah, obviously the return on investment it needs to make sense. And I do I do like uh, I do like uh, those big experiences. You know, your Last of Us and uh, that that type of, that and uh, God of Wars or all of that. I still want those, and I don't want them to be subsidized by having microtransactions in the, in, the, in the background. So I'm I'm prepared to pay a bit more for those because of that because also if you think about it a multi-platform game they can go a bit cheaper because they can sell a lot more as well if it's a multi-platform game they, they, they can sell with it to, to three or four different markets which means they can sell three four times as much as, as a sony exclusive or a microsoft exclusive can do so, so those you expect them to be slightly cheaper because they can sell they can sell more so it's, it's basic economics right but yes, I think for exclusives yeah. we're gonna see. Uh, so certainly on the on the Sony side uh, and maybe on the Nintendo side, we're gonna see that, that them being more expensive going forward. But obviously on the Microsoft side, not so much because they they just they just it's giving it away. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move over to the playlist, which is the part of the show where we talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, we start with you, uh, Ben. <laughs> You've been playing a game called 
Vigor. Vigor, yeah. So this is the free-to-play game uh, that I alluded to earlier on. Um, yeah. It's basically a... Uh, it, I've just looked now. Bohemia Interactive is a Czech studio uh, that have been responsible for a lot of the armor mods, uh, which I've never played. But essentially, this is a... a, a, a not a battle royale, but a survival game. Uh, one versus however many are on the map. Uh, they're, they're not particularly big games. But the idea is is that you um, uh, you put on a map, you start in the middle of nowhere, you've got the map. Uh, there's various points across the map to go and to explore. And there's an airdrop towards the end of the timer of the, the, the level being open. And the idea is to get in and out as, as quickly as you can or as stealthily as you can with uh, whatever loot you need to, to, to get for. Uh, there's various escape points around the map. And uh, you don't know, well, you know how many people are, are, are with you, but you don't know what their sort of missions are. So the idea is, is that you're sort of going in uh, to gather supplies, to do up your your, your base back home. Um, and you could go in with the mindset of, well, I'm going to try and avoid people. Uh, I'm just going to go in and find the resources that I need and get out. Or you can obviously hang around, wait for this this better loot drop towards the end of the level. But you don't know how many other people are doing that same thing. So you could end up sort of camping out, waiting for this supply drop to be dropped. Um, or as I found out the other day, um, I was just doing my own thing, going in, getting some, some basic loot to do some basic upgrades. Uh, and I hadn't seen anyone on the map for a while. And uh, I figured I'll, I'll go and scope out the, the supply drop area. And I picked it up. And as soon as you pick it up, you're sort of visible on the map to other people intermittently. Uh, but you've obviously got to get to the, the escape uh, area before the radiation kills you, uh, which is ultimately sort of how they funnel you uh, into certain areas, uh, a la sort of, you know, uh, Apex Legends or whatever. Uh, but the, the, the fact that I didn't have any idea who was around me, it's very slow, methodical kind of waiting around you know, you're keeping an eye out for, for people moving around the house that are looting. Uh, you, you know, the hunter becomes the hunted type scenario. Uh, and it's very, you know, minimalistic, so to speak. It's set in uh, sort of Norway. Uh, so it's nice, big open spaces with a few huts and whatnot. Um, and it's just, I, I, I've really enjoyed a couple of hours that I played with it the other night. Um, it's not like your normal, you know, one versus 100 survival of the fittest. Say if you if you want to get in and get out, it's it's entirely up to you. And if if you meet someone along the way, you could end up in a in a firefight, or you could end up that you just sort of wave to each other and like go your separate ways. Um, so it's uh, yeah, I, I've I've been enjoying it so far. But it, ultimately, it's a you know a Hunger Games, but less emphasis on the you know the action and killing part of it. It's it's. Uh, uh, no, that sounds job. that sounds interesting. I had a quick look at how it looks. It, it looks good actually. I need, I need to give that a go. It sounds it sounds like a, a bit of what what I uh, what I like to play. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely. Uh... It's, it, yeah, it's kind of got the, the you know the PUBG sort of feel to it. Um, it's you know militaristic um, weapons. Um, it's it's quite a basic game. There's there's a few maps on rotation and they're sort I, of. I'm not sure militaristic is a word, but uh, but it should, if it isn't, it should be one for sure. <laughs> Uh, I like it. I like it. I like. If it's um, not a word, it should be one. I like it. But yeah, so I think it's uh, the environments are quite quite pretty. Uh, it's not stunningly massive graphics, and I was playing it quite late, so the the servers weren't particularly busy. Uh, but there's no problem finding a game. Um, 
you can sort of compete against teams of two or three or you can go in alone uh, and you get more XP. And ultimately, say you're finding some basic loot um, to upgrade your house, um, but you can set like booby traps and, uh, you know, like you can set up a little mirror on top of a hill, which will glint uh, to give people distraction. And then obviously you can ambush them, steal all their stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting free to play model. Um, it's it's say it's more of a stealthy, methodical, slower paced game. Um, uh, I did play the sort of the PvP uh, mode, and it was uh, basically just one dude camped out on a roof. Uh, as soon as you spawn, he'd sort of pick you off, and it, it wasn't as fun. But uh, going in with your own loadout, uh, and you've got to create your own uh, weapons, and you find blueprints and things like that to sort of you know, yeah. build your loadout to go into the next game. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's worth worth checking out. I say for free, free to play. It's not invasive. It's it's all. Um, that you know, sounds. If you that sounds. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Let's move on to the to the the next one. I have been playing a game called The, the Hand of Merlin, uh, <laughs> which uh, Marius. I know Marius oh, really, really likes the name. I can't. Get, I can't get over that name. It just makes me. It makes me giggle. It's okay. Funny. So the game came out this week. Came out uh, on on Tuesday, I think. Uh, I haven't played a, a lot of it. I haven't played enough to give it a full, a full review, but I played enough to, to, to talk a bit about it and, and, and to say, uh, give my initial thoughts on it. I think it's one of those that I'm, I'll come back to it uh, maybe on the next podcast and give it, give it more of a full review. But essentially, it borrows a lot from a lot of uh, games, but it's, um, it is a roguelike, <laughs> which, which I like. Uh, it is... Uh, <laughs> There's RPG elements to it as well, and uh, a bit, it's a bit of XCOM even on it, you know, like, um, so you have this, you, you pick your team, and you can only start with three characters, uh, um, you obviously unlock different characters as you play through, you start with three characters, and you go through the map, and in the map you have like the lines you can go, you can go either go one way or the other, and then you can select, okay, go this way, and then whenever you select something, you, you, you like in this type of rogue, roguelike games, it will... Um, say oh something is happening here do you want to help and then it gives you a percentage of how much you know you 66 percent you might get hurt or 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 uh, or, or or you know or um and obviously the, the other percentage you don't get hurt uh it has that like you have on all of these uh normally card card games um like um like fights in tight places something that one one i've been playing recently um so there's that, and uh, first of all, I quite like that straight away because when it comes to like that, like say you, you might say you have a seventy-five percent chance of of success, right? What they do is they give you four cards, and they say three of them are success, the other one is failure, and then they just mix the cards and then you pick one, which gives you the, the you think oh that's uh, that give me I can actually try and pick the right one, but you don't see the cards going in, so it's still uh, obviously a twenty-five percent chance of of getting it wrong. So you have that, but then when you actually have go to the battle part, it becomes like an X like like an XCOM game where you have your three characters and you actually literally you can move them within within squares and then they have their, their attacks and you can use one to heal the other like like you like when you, when you play like an XCOM game. Uh, and uh, that's quite that's that's quite fun and actually quite quite difficult. But you need to get your archer in to, to the right place to, to to attack, and then you have your your. I mean, uh, you start with an archer, like a sword, like a, a soldier, and then a, and then a mage, uh, and then the mage can obviously uh, throw fireballs and and heal, and then the the archer obviously throws the arrows. All of that that that's all quite cool. Uh, and as you play the game, you unlock uh, unlock um, 
points which you can spend on upgrading the the players and uh, and and you go on the run but if you die you start again so that's the rogue like i expect you start again from 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 the start so i've only played maybe an hour an hour an hour and a half maybe so not not enough to really say much more than that other than uh, I, I, I quite like it. I like the loop on it. It looks quite cool. Uh, uh, I think it's one. Of, it's the learning curve is. I think the learning curve is quite steep on it, uh, as it is on a, on a lot of this this type of game. There's a lot of uh, systems to learn, but I quite like. It. I think I think especially uh, Marius, you would hate it, but Ben, I think you'd quite like it. Yeah, I'm just looking at videos now. It looks it looks really cool. It's sort of a tactics XCOM uh, roguelike. So when you say it's roguelike, when when you die, do you start with with nothing? Or is there that incremental? I think I haven't played enough, but but the, the, obviously there'll be certain things you can keep. But uh, but keep but, through and then the cards. But but, but yeah, uh, it's your type of game, uh, Ben, uh, for sure. Yes, it, it it is my sort of game. It's it's turn based, slower paced, uh, puzzly, yeah. methodical. Yeah, no, I might check this out. Yeah, uh, you, you, really I, cool. I think you'd quite like that. Uh, so I haven't played enough, but uh, but what I played so far is I can easily is, is an easy recommend, you know, uh, for sure. So that's uh, that's uh, uh, hands the uh, the hand of Merlin. Um, Marius, you've been playing Sock Venture. Sock Venture. <laughs> Tell us about yeah, it. I certainly have. Um, so Sock Venture is a sort of two D platforming game. Um, Basically, uh, I'll, I'll go with the easy option to describe it. It's it's part Super Meat Boy, part Celeste. Um, really, that that's sort of what it's like. So um, it, it 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 doesn't take itself as seriously as Celeste does, right? Um, with with the story, I mean, basically, um, you uh, it, it starts off as a. Um, uh, a, a kid, his mum tells him to to put his socks in the washing machine, and the the washing machine goes uh, is cursed and goes rogue and eat, eats his socks, uh, and one of the socks turns into like a super sock, and that's you that that's who you play as to 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 get through the levels. And yeah, it's like I say, it's like a a two D platformer, um, super precision based, um, trying just trying to survive the levels. Um, can be quite tricky. I mean, it starts off okay, but gets obviously progressively more difficult. I think um, that's one of the things that I actually really like about it is the difficulty curve. It was really well. I mean, it's bloody hard in places, but it's really well um, paced. So um, uh, you can like you can obviously just the goal is obviously just get to the end of the levels. Um, but then each level has coins throughout uh, around the level. So um, you, you can earn a star for collecting all of the coins. You can earn a star for finishing a chapter without dying, or you can earn a star for doing it within a, a certain time. Um, and I'm currently, I, w- I was disappointed. I was trying to get it done before the podcast. I'm actually on the last level. Oh, wow. Um uh and and so so far i've managed to collect every single coin so it was like just enough challenge to to get through with doing all the coins i mean when it comes to like uh the uh uh doing it within uh, the time for the levels it, which i think is that they're talking like 10 15 minutes uh and i'm on like an hour or an hour and a half or so for some of the chapters and likewise but the the stars for doing it without dying uh 
I mean, last time I looked on the current on on the the final chapter, I I was over five hundred deaths. <laughs> so so getting that down to zero would be quite a challenge, and one I'm not actually up for. That's too much for me. Um, I think it's one of those games like speedrunners would absolutely love. It's really like just like the um, expecting each each screen and each level um, is is where the joy of this game is, and and I think um uh speedrunners and people like that would absolutely love it um i think uh the checkpoints need a little bit of work for me that's that's why i haven't finished it already um because it only saves every so like in the halfway through a chapter or something like that um and I didn't necessarily have time to get to the next checkpoint, uh, but then I had to go and do something else. So then I, I lose all that that progress and had to go, had to go back and do do a load of levels again. Uh, and the levels can be like it will take you one go and thirty seconds, or it will take you half an hour and a hundred attempts. Um, uh, you, you never you never quite know. And um, yeah, I was really um, surprised by this game. I wasn't expecting it to be as good um, as I found it. If you're into 2D platformers, it's an absolutely essential purchase, I think. It's, it's, it's an interesting it's one because uh, we got given the two games we just talked about, we got given codes for. Uh, and uh, I looked at both of them and I actually thought I would actually prefer uh, 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 that game you've been like, what's it called again? Sorry, Sock, Sock Venture. Sock Venture. I, I actually thought, well, I would really like that, but Myers would like it even more, and uh, I, I'll, I'll quite like Hands of Merlin. So, like, kind of like I went, I went with Hands of Merlin, and, and uh, but um, yeah, I think, I think I will, I will uh, get a copy of this myself because it's um, actually buy a copy of myself. I mean, because it's, uh, it, it sounds like my double thing to be fair, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I recommend. It. I think it's only ten or eleven quid or something yeah. like that. Yeah, as well, so yeah, it's, okay. it's not much. Uh, I mean, I would, I would recommend if you can. And play it with a with a controller that isn't an xbox 360 or uh, controller yeah um because fuck that d-pad it's all about it's all about this d-pad here yeah oh and more more on more on that later but this d-pad here yeah is, is, uh, is, is it up. is just abysmal and especially for this game uh in fact uh, 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 at one point, I nearly, I nearly, I nearly jacked it in, and as a result of the of the D pad, um, but I just I moved on, I moved on to the the stick, which is almost unheard of for a two D platforming game like this. And the stick actually work, works better than the, uh, the than than the D pad, as it turns yeah. out. But uh, yeah, I, it, that thing is terrible for uh, any sort of precision. The 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 D pad on the three sixty. The D-pad on a 360 controller is is terrible. I I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Also, you're a grown man, Marius, right? Get yourself a, a new Xbox controller. It doesn't have to be the the Elite. Just the, the actual new, the normal Xbox controller. You know, like it's it's a, it's an excellent uh, pad for, for 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 the PC. It's not even that expensive. Just get one. You know, it's I know I know I know I know you going like. I know, but I have the 360 pad. The amount of times you complain about it, it would, I would have flying against the wall already for me. It would have been broken in, in two pieces by now if you, if you was if you was me. You know what I mean? But, you know, uh, that's just my my opinion. Okay, but that's uh, that's uh, sock venture. And uh, yes. before before Go I move on, before I move, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna. I'm, uh, both, both of them are on sale on Steam at the minute. So, I'm, I'm, I yeah. mean, they both came out this week, uh, so uh, yeah. b- both uh, excellent choices. Can't go wrong. Um, 
that's the only games you played, right, Mario? So now we're gonna. That just... is it. That's it. Okay. I'm now, done. Uh, right. But you have played the uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which is what Ben has been playing. So you both can talk about it. But, but Ben, what's what's what have you done on this one? Please tell me you played more than two hours and you actually finished this game. Uh, I haven't finished it no. Uh, but I started playing it with my brother uh, the other night, and it's all right. It's the first Wolfenstein, the Wolfenstein game I've ever played. Um, the you have a brother. I do. I have a sister as well. I knew you had the sister. I've just never heard about the brother. That's all. But uh, yeah, no, we were playing online, um, and it's it's a fairly competent shooter. I don't really know what story's going on. It's uh, it's a bit floaty at times. The story's a bit bombastic, and the the, the two sisters uh, that you play as uh, they're a bit over the top. And uh, sorry, what? I'm sorry, it's bombastic. I had. I had... <laughs> It's the same thing, right? Chaggy. Chaggy's in our heads right away. Yeah. I started singing Chaggy in my head right away, Mr. Bombastic. Yeah, I was trying so hard not to say it out loud. I was fighting with myself. I just saw Mario's move and I'm like, we have to. As soon as it's Bombastic, I started like straight away. Chaggy in my head started singing, you know? Sorry, please go ahead. Have you finished? Have you both finished? I mean, I'm going to put Bombastic at the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's got to go in at the end of the podcast. It's a Bombastic show. Um, no, so it, it's all right. I mean, I've not, as I say, played any of the other uh, Wolfenstein games. Uh, I, I believe this one didn't review particularly well. Uh, and I, I mean, I picked it up, the deluxe edition, brand new uh, for eight quid, uh, sort of four months after it came out, I think. But um, no, it, it's okay. I th- it's uh, obviously set in alternative, um, I think the first mission's in, in Germany somewhere, um, and you're shooting, shooting Nazis, killing stuff. Uh, there's big mechanoid creatures running around with flamethrowers coming out the mouth. Uh, it's I, I don't really know That's what a... to to say about it. It's not particularly great, but I, I was I was still inclined to to continue playing through it. It's very sort of arcadey, I suppose. Is a good uh, you know you don't have to think too much. It's just point your gun, shoot, uh, pick up one more ammo, uh, run around. The 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 deaths and the checkpointing's a little bit weird. If you die, you, you're pretty much back to the beginning of the game or the level. Um, enemies respawn. Um, and the other annoying thing is that you have shared lives and shared armor. Uh, so it's not particularly good if one of you is you know, not very good at uh, surviving or like me, you go in sort of guns blazing uh, and not really paying much attention to the shared health part. So yeah, you've got, I think, three lives in total and you can revive each other. Um, but obviously, once the, the three lives have lost between, between the two of you, then it's typical in, in games like that where, where you have a, sh- a shared lives. You know, like uh, I think GTA is like that as well. When you're doing missions online, you know, there's there's only X amount of lives between the team, and then and then if when they when they're spent, you, you, you fill the mission. I think that's quite a yeah. I, th- I think the reason is, they're doing it is obviously trying to hit home the fact that these are two the the twin sisters of BJ Blasterwich, uh, the, the main dude from. Uh, the other Wolfenstein games, and he's gone. He's gone missing, so you're on a hunt to find them. Um, and as I say, it's that sort of sisterly love, the you know the sibling bond. I think that's the reason why it's uh, it, it's the way it is. But it's okay. It's not um not anything to I write think, home uh, about. But I, f- I forget the name of the studio that does this, but I, I, I think it's this is going to be really interesting. Machine games. That's it. Yeah, uh, it's machine games. That's it. 
think it's going to be interesting now that they're owned by Microsoft. Uh, if if they're going to stay on the Wolfenstein, or if they let them going to, if they're going to let them go a bit crazier. So it'll be interesting to see what they yeah. do. Because I understand not this one, but the one before that was was a bit of a, an excellent game. I think Mario's really liked it. The, the previous yeah, one. Well, yeah, it was uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, this is sort of a, not a spin-off. I think it's set after the last game. Yeah. Um, is it the New Colossus? Is the, the latest one? That, that was yeah. the other one. Yeah. Yeah. It, right. it's, a, it's an okay shooter. There are better ones and there are worse ones. Uh, fine if you've got, you know, you've got Couch Co-op 2 of you playing. In uh, single player up here, the AI is pretty useless. Uh, so it's sort of, it's fun to play two player, but give it a miss one player is, is what I've heard. So. Okay. Um, what, let's do it this way then. Uh, right. So uh, let's talk about the other two games you've been playing. Then we'll finish off with the PS5 stuff. I think that's probably a, 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 a way yeah, to do it. I'm not sure if that's the best way to do it, but it's certainly a way to do it. It's what we're going to do. Yeah. Well, it's what we're going to do. We're we'll throwing it. Right. Uh, you, you've been playing Until Dawn as well, uh, which I know that it's a game that certainly both of you have finished before, right? So this is a replay. Yes. I, I would imagine. Yeah. So I, I first played this at. Three o'clock in the morning, uh, twenty-four hour. Last one we did, uh, I finished it uh, a couple of hours the next day. So I, I did do it in pretty much one sitting before. Was that when um, you broke your headset? Yeah. Uh, this one, I don't know where this broke. But, I mean, that's, uh, that's throwing me so much, Maurice. It's, I kind of look at his it's face. It's a new way. You'll be, can, you'll be I, doing it in the no, future. Trust no, me. No, I'm no, a trendsetter. No, it's it's your headset and Mario's uh, Xbox pad. They both would have been in the bin, like faster than you can say. Yeah, hello. but they both still work. So you know, if you want to spend another seventy quid on buying me a headset or a controller for Maris, then I see. Like the controller still works as specified. It's just the specifications that aren't to my standard that's different your headset is proper fucked yes. <laughs> don't tell me it still works look at it get some fucking tape around it or something like like no no get around your head around your head all the way around yeah, that's it yeah yeah that's that's what you need to do okay no no don't do it now you're talking about until dawn until <laughs> dawn uh, so it's yes time, until dawn uh it's a bloody good game uh obviously 2015 it came out uh it still looks really really cool that when i first booted it up uh, i was my first impression was this looked a little bit uh not ropey but uh very pretty graphics for the time uh, looks dated now but i adjusted a little bit on my tv and and by the time sort of you know 20 minutes in you're like actually no i'm fully engrossed in this again uh so this is my second playthrough through uh i was doing it relatively blind again i thought i'd go go through and try and get some some more trophies um and uh ended up making a a decision fairly early on that killed killed a character uh which meant i can't get the, the trophies for, for killing everyone so i thought sorry i'll try and kill everyone oh sorry couldn't get the you know everyone survives mm-hmm. trophies so i thought i'll go through and kill um and i, I must admit it was it was a different experience there was there was a lot of scenes that i hadn't seen before obviously uh if characters are dead then uh, it does change slightly yeah uh, it was interesting to see how that uh, um obviously they did it still interweave the story having a character alive or dead in, in comparison with my last playthrough um but all in all it's as i say it's a really really good game that holds up uh the jump scares are really good still uh, and I don't know if you knew it was a feature, but if you've got your PlayStation camera plugged in, uh, there's a few points where it uh, does a jump scare, but it records uh, what's going on in the room. So uh, obviously playing it uh, with uh, Sophie on the sofa, and there's a, there was a few jump scares where it scared the shit out of her, uh, and it was it was you know quite funny to watch back. I like uh, so that was a nice little 
little feature the... that I didn't know because obviously the first time I played it through, 24 hour, wouldn't have had the, 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 uh, the camera necessarily plugged in. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a highly recommended game. Um, play through it blind, just enjoy the story. The story is good. It is, a, you know, your teen, teen slasher horror film. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it ties it all nicely towards the end. And I, yeah. I, I, might, I, 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 I might give it a go because it's, uh, I now have it as part of the PS5, uh, whatever. Oh, it's on the PlayStation Plus collection, is it? Uh, the yeah, the one for the PS5. Uh, uh, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there anyway. So, so, uh, so, uh, I'll need to have a look uh, on a how long to beat. If it's if it's if it's under ten hours, I might give it a go. If it's uh, yeah, no, it will, yeah, be. It, it will be. Yeah, it's about eight hours. Um, and another and, one, which uh, is another one, which is also on the on the PlayStation collection, which I I, I do want to try, and I will do it. You know, spec log of games at the moment, which is not a bad thing. Uh, is uh, Days Gone. Which I also um, want to try. Uh, so, have you played much of this one? Days Gone. Yeah, probably about six or seven hours in. Um, it's one of those games that I'm a couple of hours in, and I'm like, well, have I really done anything? Uh, I've kind of enjoyed what I have been doing, but not much has happened. Um, my my criticisms with it so far is um, I've seemed to do a lot of backtracking. Uh, the the mission structure doesn't seem to be very coherent um and whether or not that's because i'm you know speaking to uh the wrong people out of turn sort of thing but i I seem to be going backwards and forwards across the map um in terms of the like the horde mechanic that obviously most people have have, have seen uh that's actually more of a side point um than the the, the actual main game The, the, the hordes exist um but you sort of you spend a lot of the time in the beginning creeping around them, and obviously you can only take a few of them on at a time. Um, and I haven't unlocked many, you know, like explosives or traps yet, so I've not managed to have that satisfying, you know, have a horde of a hundred zombies following or freakers, whatever they're called, following behind you uh, and exploding. But it's getting there, and I think it's it's building up. It's just it's a little little slow to begin with. Um, the riding around on the motorbike's okay. Um, it's a bit janky to start with, but you have to get some some upgrade or the ability to upgrade. Yeah. Oh. Um, which is tied to your reputation level with with each camp, um, or one of the camps in particular. So again, it's it's it seems slow, but I've enjoyed just milling around. It's one of those sort of milling around games, kind of a Ubisoft. There's a point on the map, go and explore. Um, yeah check it off uh, with a little bit of strategy to it but for, I, I, for the playstation plus collection it's uh definitely worth worth giving a go through yeah i definitely definitely uh it's it was on my radar to to, to try and uh and uh, yeah i think i think i will uh, i like that type of game um it uh, but what, when i look at it uh, what's that uh, maris who gave me the, the tell me the name what's the the xbox one which is was on the on the um, Shopping center, that was actually quite good. The, the the first one was really good, anyway. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know the one? <laughs> yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah. Do you yep. actually know it? Know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Um... He's not gonna remember. That's fine. It's uh, it's great though. It's uh, the oh, one. In, the, the one, yeah, the one in the shopping center was great actually. So 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 he reminds me. Dead Rising. 
Dead Rising, yes. That Dead Rising was was excellent. The, the first one was excellent, anyway. I think the other ones they got worse as as, as diminishing uh, returns on it, the, wasn't it? But the first one hit the spot straight away. I think that that was that was an excellent uh, video game. The first one, and uh, when I look at it, it, it it has vibes of that. So so uh, I definitely w- want to give it a go. All right, so that was Days Gone. Um, all right, let's move over to to my games then. I I I've obviously got a PS Five, and um, I've been playing some ps5 exclusives because that's what obviously why i got the ps5 for i'm you know uh, not going to be playing multi-platform games because for that i'll be playing them obviously on the on the pc or, or will i uh the, the, more on that in a second so let's start with the astro uh, playroom which is the um, just quickly touch on it it's the one where essentially you're you trying the the controller out the the dual sense controller uh and you it takes you through a lot of different uh, Mario style, you know, like uh, Mario 3D Mario style um, um, levels, where you're exploring PlayStation, the, the the new PlayStation, and you're finding old Playstations and old PlayStation accessories, uh, and then you can actually look at them in a 3D model and and uh, and interact with them as well. It's uh, that's quite a lot of cool stuff, and. Um, now you hear, you hear a lot, and it's, you hear a lot on the, on the, on the of people saying, "Oh, the controller is like the 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 the, the proper true next gen thing on the PlayStation Five is the controller, and the the the, the haptic feedback is so great, and uh, and there's sound on it, and uh, and the uh, and the, the 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 triggers, the adaptive triggers are the best thing ever." And I hear all of that, and what I have to say is. Yeah, that's right. They're absolutely correct. <laughs> all of that they said is true. It's I I have to I have to agree with all of those things. Um, the the Dual Sense controller is is the best controller I played with until today. That's that's the best one I I played with. I still don't get behind the 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 analog sticks being next to each other, but that still makes no sense to me. And the D pad is not good. It's okay. It's not, it's not, wait, let me rephrase that. The D pad is adequate, but it's not as good as the Xbox D pad. It's not. The Xbox got the D pad perfectly, and so as so as the um, the the Switch with their Pro controller, PlayStation still hasn't got the D pad. You know, it, oh, going wrong. It's miles better than 361, but it's still it's still not as good as 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 the other D pads. But you know. D-pads are D-pads, you know, like it's not uh, not the end of the world. The rest of the control is is excellent. When you play in this Astro Astro Playroom, you know you heard it before. When you walk on the sand, it feels like you are walking on the sand. When you walk on the uh, on 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 glass, it feels like you're walking on glass. You hear a lot of that people saying that, and, and it's true. But I, I think it's it's a combination of the haptic feedback and also the sounds coming from the controller. They have these sounds coming from the controller that feels like a, like the like only tapping on icy actually feels like you hear the little sounds of that, but the haptic feedback is going with the sound as well to make it uh, you know more of an immersive thing. So that works great, and that was that's a particular part on it when you're climbing doing this like this climbing part with the motion controls. Oh, by the way, the motion controls are still sucks. They are always sucked. They, no, no one is ever going to convince me that motion controls are good. I play with my controller in my lap. I don't want to have to put my controller up again so that I can steer it from left to right. That's not how I play video games. That's not, you know, if I, I'll go and play VR if that's what you want me to do. But whatever, that's that's neither here nor there. Anyway, so I'm playing this, I was playing this uh, climbing part on it where you climb and you, you press the, the RB and the LB button to, to, to grab on to, to the next th- step. And that was one which the, if you press the RB fully, it would break the break the, the hold. But if you press it only halfway, you, you can hold it. Then you have to kind of press halfway just to hold it. That was really clever, you know, like the, the, uh, how, how that worked. 
Um, and the actual game itself, first of all, for if you're a Sony uh, fan, as I am, uh, and as I know both of you are as well, uh, I've, I've, I've had lots of Sony consoles over the years. Uh, it's it's great to go onto the, onto the Astro's playroom part where you have when you find these collectibles, they actually all start showing up on this on this room where you can because you're a tiny thing, you can actually go and interact with them. You can j- jump on top of the of the place the PlayStation console. You can actually jump on top of the eject button and it'll open the 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 disc tray and all of that. All very cool. Uh, so much so that I was having so much fun. I actually went and did all the all the trophies. Uh, and uh, got a platinum on it, which is a very easy platinum. <laughs> I hasten to add, but it was it was a fun platinum uh, nonetheless. So uh, yeah, that's that's the, the Astro's Playroom and the, the controller, which I think it's it's great. And uh, and the, oh, the other thing, sorry, the other thing they added as well is there's a microphone on it. I'm not sure if the other one at the back, the PlayStation Four had a microphone or not on it. I'm not hundred percent. I don't think it did. But um, I don't know. Which is great. So if you have not, if you have nothing else, you can listen to people talking on the TV, and you can talk on the microphone. You can also mute it straight away on the controller, which I think is it's it's a great way uh, uh, as a as, as, uh, a very easy way to 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 get somebody into online multiplayer without having to to go and purchase a headset or any anything like that. Which I think I think is uh, quite cool. I haven't tried it. I don't know uh, how good it is. I certainly don't want to hear people coming for my TV. I would always wear a headset personally, but I think it, that could work for somebody that uh, doesn't want to go through all that, but wants to play a game online and wants to communicate, which I think is quite cool. So then I, I, I played Demon Souls, which is uh, one of the reasons I got the PlayStation 4. I wanted to, to, to try Demon Souls. This is the, the remake made by... Uh, uh, Blue Point. They uh, they made the. I mean, I haven't played. I played the original only a bit. I only played maybe an hour or two of the original. Um, so I haven't didn't finish it. But what they've done here, uh, it just looks like it, it, you know plays like the original. Certainly, for what I played, but it looks extraordinary. In fact, it was one of the prettiest games I've ever played. It just looks great. And going back to the controller, when you do things like. Uh, when you add fire to your sword, and and then you 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 you're you're swinging the sword around, not only do you hear the on the controller the flames, you actually feel the 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 happy feedback of the flames burning as you as you as you move as you hitting the sword, which is so clever. And then uh, think little things like when you're walking and you you hit a bit of piece of wood with with the with your feet, you actually hear the slight vibration of hitting the 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 piece of wood, but you actually hear the the noise of hitting the wood coming from the controller, it's really immersive. It's, uh, I cannot stress enough how, how good this controller is and how, how immersive it is. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, it's truly next-gen, I, 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 I have to say. As for Demon's Souls itself, I, I loved it. I thought it was an excellent game. I, I, I could see, obviously, Dark Souls came afterwards, and even though they're not connected in, in story-wise, I could see a lot of the, 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 the mechanics uh, there. I could also see why Dark Souls is so good, because it, it, it picked... This game up, it took all the good things from it and left all of the bad things uh, from it and made Dark Souls. Hence, why Dark Souls is such a masterpiece. Uh, I think um, they got the boss or the wrong. The as you go through the the levels, the bosses are difficulties are all over the place, all over the shop. Some are, some later on are e- a lot easier than some early ones, and and vice versa. Which which. Um, which Dark Souls does a bit better when, you know, literally the... Well, I say this is a lot better. The, the last boss in Dark Souls is pretty easy as well. But, but it, you know, generally they get harder as, as you go through, uh, which is what you want. Uh, this one here, 
Uh, I think the boss difficulties were all over the place. Uh, I also think there was too many gimmicky bosses. Uh, bosses where you can just uh, pass without having to actually fight the boss. Uh, when I play a Dark Souls game, I, I like a big battle with a, with a big boss or, or a small boss, but like a stro- uh, some, somebody like powerful. I, I don't like gimmicky bosses. Uh, I think that's, there was a few too many on this one. But... Um, but still, uh, I thought it was a, uh, an excellent game, uh, and I had a lot of fun playing it. It's a bit shorter than the other Dark Souls. I think I finished, I did everything pretty much on it, and I did, did it in in, in uh, about thirty hours. But I was messing about a lot. Like a uh, lot of times, I was just stopping and looking at the at the scenery, like looking like how oh, pretty that looks. Oh, look at that! I mean, I think a lot of it as well is playing with HDR on, which I think makes a big difference. I posted a, a clip of of me playing the game on YouTube, but without the HDR, just on 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 standard. And I was like, "Wow, what the fuck happened to that? It doesn't look the same." It's just I think the HDR adds a lot. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. Um, Demon Souls uh, A plus. Unfortunately, it won't be available. It won't be eligible for my uh, game of the year because it came out I think uh, last year. Oh, yeah. uh, unfortunately, but uh, I, I loved it. Uh, and and if it was available, it would definitely it would it, it would definitely have been. On my game of the year at the end of the year. Um, right, the next one I've been playing, and this is the last game, is Returnal, which is another exclusive that only just recently came out. Marius, I, I know you don't like roguelikes, but this is the game for you. This, this is this is you one hundred percent. Okay, I know you liked uh, their previous two games they made uh, on the PlayStation. Or they oh, made it more than two, much, but yeah, yeah. They... Yeah, their, their games. Uh, Resogan and is the next Maxina or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yes, next Maxina, I think. Yeah, and Resogan. Um, so, so uh, I've had a bit of an interesting journey with this with Returnal because I it was hyped to the max. <clears throat> roguelike this that blah 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 and i'm like i'm i'm liking all these buzzwords i'm liking everything i'm hearing about this and i played the game for the first two three hours and and this is honestly this was what i was thinking on the first two three hours of the game it's good yeah it's good it's a, it's, it's a fun game but uh, people are just going a bit crazy on this right and then uh, then he got me you know then he got me when i started going like oh no no this is this is okay i, I, I can see i can see it's why good. Most roguelikes or modern roguelikes now uh, do things like, um, and this is why I wasn't kind of getting with. Most roguelikes do something like uh, you play the game, but when you die, like something like Rogue Legacy, when you die, you can spend your gold on upgrades, right? And then you spend the money on on the upgrades, and then uh, the next run will be a bit easier because you've done that. This one is not like that. Yeah, this one there's only one thing, ether, I think it's called. One of only one item you keep when you die. And the the, the the ether you can use to to uh, either get an artifact straight away when you first start the run, or you can use it to cleanse uh, certain certain items which are uh, uh, can can damage you, right? Everything else you lose, and I was like, I wasn't I wasn't kind of getting. I'm like, I, I feel like I, I keep dying. Uh, I died like two or three times in the first playthrough, and I'm not nothing is changing in the world. Therefore. Uh, it's 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 not a roguelike, it's a rogue, right? Because <laughs> because uh, uh, I'm not. But then I started going like, oh, hang on, hang on a second. There's a lot of there's a lot of dead cells in here actually. Because what are you doing? Is sometimes you unlocking new items and uh, they now become available in the world, so they can become drops in the world. And the more you unlock, 
the obviously the the more variety you have and then you start learning what certain items do and you start you start going like oh this is really good or this is this is this is not so good now then there's there's these things called parasites in the game as well right and the parasites are great i think it's a great idea because Whenever you attach a parasite to you, first of all, it's cool because it's like it's like this little tentacle thing that just comes in, like alien that comes in and just grabs onto your to your suit. Parasites give you give you both a positive and a negative uh, effect. So then you you have to start understanding what's more important to you. It might go like um, give you fifty percent more uh, restoration, right? But um, you're cool. You lose two seconds cooldown on your alt fire. Or something like that, yeah? So then you start going like, mm, okay, wh- if I'm not going to get hit as much, I don't have to rest- re- use uh, uh, healing items as much, so therefore uh, so therefore, that's not important, but, but, but I use my old fire a lot, so maybe I won't take that one. But you can, you know, you start making decisions like that, which when you first start, start the game for the first time, that's why I wasn't quite getting it, there were so many little systems to, to learn that was, that was a bit overwhelming for me, and I was like, mm, I'm not getting it. But once you start learning a bit more, so one more thing on that. So it, it is like dead cells, where it, it's not procedurally generated; it's procedurally, it's uh, randomly generated. So we have lots of different rooms, which are uh, organized in a specific way, uh, so a random way every time. So 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 the the, the world keeps changing, right? Um, but very much like dead cells, because they're not randomly, ge- they're not procedurally generated. They're actually rooms; they're always the same, but like in different order. Um, you can learn the rooms, so then you start learning the rooms. I know all these rooms. I, I know, I know where the enemies come from there, or the en- so you start learning how the rooms work uh, and where's the best place to stay to shoot, etc. So, so you can learn the game, even though it's even though the you just learn the rooms, and the, and then when you get into a, you go through a door. Right, this is that type of room. I know exactly what to do on this. Let me take care of the of the mobs and. Uh, and the mobs are great. You just, by the way, they like boxes and all of that shit because there's like fireballs coming from like blue, blue, like lots of different um, things coming at you. And you literally have to jump in me there and dodge left and right to, to avoid them as you're shooting. It's really cool in the 3D space. It's it's really clever how they've done that. The shooting is great on this game. Uh, so that's that part. Then then when it comes to the, the firing, the, the actual shooting mechanics... Um, They've done a great job. Uh, it it feels really, 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 really good on, on your hands. Uh, and um, they've done the, something with the adaptive triggers, which I quite like. So you shoot with the right trigger, but the left trigger is your aim, aimed on sights, like you have on most uh, shooters, right? But if you press press uh, press it, you get you get um, aimed on sights. But if you press it fully, once you once you unlock the 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 secondary fire, which you unlock very early on on the on the first on the first world. If you press fully, it uses your um, secondary fire. So, in the heat of the battle, if you get to, if you get to trigger happy with a, with a, with with a LB, you might you might just use your your old fire by mistake, and that's a cooldown on that. And normally, that's typically a more a more powerful shot. But I quite like the fact that you, you literally can can aim, and you feel it stopping because you obviously the you have the adaptive triggers, and then if you fully press it, then it uses the old fire. And on the other side, when you're shooting, it has actually uh, active reload, like Gears of War. But what they do, rather than you press a different button, when you're shooting, you then uh, you then have the active reload screen coming up, where you have to press at the right moment. But you just shoot again. So again, you need to when you're shooting, you need to be care- you need to really be aware of of uh, of your your shooting uh, habits because when it comes time uh, when time to, to reload, you need just to shoot, just press at the right time, just to get that 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 uh, that active reload. It, again, it it took me a while to get over it, but once you start learning, I'm like that's so clever and so it, it works so well. It's so satisfying because you start getting to the point where you just destroy mobs, and then you're thinking to yourself, "Hang on a second, 
I'm still using the same weapons I was using when I first started the game. There's not much, much has changed. I'm just getting much better at this. I'm learning the, the levels better. I'm learning the enemies better. Um, and the other thing that they do clever is there's different biomes. I've only got to the third <laughs> biome so far. I think there's about six or seven. And uh, I'm, I'm, I got to the final boss on the third biome and I, I, I died a couple of times trying, trying to get to, to kill it. Uh, unfortunately, by the time I got there, I don't have enough health and I, I need to try and get that, uh, that better. But the way they do it to, to, to help you do that better is when you play the first biome and you, get, you kill the boss, you get a key that opens a portal for the second biome. So next time you play, on your next playthrough, you can just try and find the portal room, use the, use the key and go straight to the, to, to the second biome. So you don't have to, to, to fight the first boss anymore. Same thing happens when you, when you finish the second biome and kill the boss. You get a certain item that allows you to, to essentially reach the third biome from the, first, from the first world by going to that specific room and going straight. So then you don't have to fight the second or the first boss. You don't even have to go to the second biome anymore. So, so that's how he, it... Because uh, you still have the same amount of health, same amount of... Uh, so it's really clever. And the other thing they do as well is if you want to just rush to those places, that's this thing... Oh, that's another thing as well called the weapon proficiency on it, which is really clever. So you start on zero, which means that uh, you start with the weapon on zero proficiency and uh, that's, your, that's your level. And the more you shoot, the more you kill, your proficiency goes up and you can get power-ups that get that, that uh, proficiency up. And as the levels go up, it means that, for instance, let's say you get to proficiency 4, the next weapon you're going to find is going to be at least 4 or higher, right? But if you, if you skip to the next biome, they give you a second biome, they give you a certain way a power-up that gives you um, proficiency 5. And if you skip to the third biome, they give you proficiency 9 straight away, which means that you don't have to, to fight the first biome anymore. You can just go there, grab that, grab a weapon, and off you go. You, you're good to go for the, for, the, um, for the third biome already. I think this game is excellent. Uh, I mean, honestly, excellent. It's uh, uh, and even though it's a roguelike, I think this is the roguelike made for Marius. I think this. I think this is Marius all over the shooting. Yeah. yeah Any questions? Like <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't think so. I'm just disappointed that I can't play it. <laughs> yeah. Sixty frames per second, solid as well. I mean. Uh, you don't see anything like that. There's, there's little things as well. When you go through a, no loading screens, this is the PS5 thing, right? So, so when I when when you go through a portal, you literally go through the portal and you walk out to the other side, and and the world's already generated in, on the other side. R really clever and um, just a very slick game. Uh, looks great. Uh, echoes of uh, Aliens and um, actually more Prometheus. You know, if you guys seen Prometheus the the movie. It, it, it borrows a lot from that. I love the sci-fi aspect of it. Uh, I'm loving the story so far. That you, you know, because um, obviously every every time you start again, you see the, your ship crashes and you start again. Uh, but but you actually see sometimes in certain parts you see dead bodies of of previous attempts, not your attempts, but previous attempts in a game. It's really clever. And and then you feel, you get logs, audio logs from from a. Uh, that that you get to hear and and um, you're trying to understand this world. There's a bit of no man's sky in terms of you scan words, you know, learn words. So then you can uh, you can use those words to decipher uh, tablets, uh, w what they say, and uh, and um, uh, you know, I, quite, I always like that on no man's sky. You know, like when you learn a new word, and then when when you're trying to converse, you have more, uh, you, you know, you 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 starting to understand more what they're saying. They they have this here as well. Yeah, uh, I'm really impressed by this game. I think. Uh, I'll, I'll be surprised if this game is not in 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 the conversation at the end of the year. I think uh, I think so. I I also think I've already played the 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 the, 
the best game of the year already. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be difficult for, for, for that to be to be over- overtaken. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think. Uh, and spoiler alert: Marius also played that game. I've also <laughs> played. Have I? Yeah, I thought I, might I, have. I think. I think we played at the same time. Actually, uh, just just that's all I'm going to say. Uh, that game is excellent. But this this is going to be. Uh, it's up there. Uh, it's excellent. Um, highly recommend both Demon Souls. I mean, I know it's it's actually a bit of a of a, of a, if you haven't got a PS5, me recommending this game is is is, is it's difficult to, to get a PS5 at the moment. I know that. I mean, I had to buy mine secondhand. It's it's it's, it's I, I went against all every every fiber of my being, <laughs> but I uh, I did it because I, I I wanted one and and there's Ratchet and Clank coming up uh, uh, in a, in a, in a few weeks, which I which I, which I'm really looking forward to play as well. And I started seeing all these games coming out, you know, Returnal, and I started, obviously, I wanted to play Demon's Souls, and there's, there's this few other exclusives coming out. Yeah, it's getting more and more a worthy purchase, isn't it? it, it, it I don't think it has been worth it until, until this point. And, absolutely, and I did say, when I first started talking about the PS5, that uh, I only buy Sony machines for the exclusives, and that's that much is true. Uh, I have a gaming PC, a very capable gaming PC, and uh, that's what I'll buy my games, not to mention the games are, are cheaper. Having said all that, uh, I am thinking about playing Mass Effect, the, the, the remastered edition, yeah? And, um, and uh, you know, obviously it will look great on PC with everything turned up to, 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 to 11. But then I'm thinking... I'm really, I've really forgot how good it is to sit down in a in, in a in a in a sofa and just play a game in a big TV. You know, maybe I want to play Mass Effect like that. So, so, so maybe maybe there's gonna be one or two games here and there where I, uh, where I, the sit down, ex- no, not the multiplayer, but the sit down experiences. Maybe maybe you know with HDR and all, uh, all of that, you know, maybe that's maybe that's probably the best way to play it because uh, you know games do look quite impressive on on that machine. To be fair, so um, so so so. Uh, I think currently it's only exclusives, but potentially there's going to be one or two experiences that I, I might I might actually decide to play uh, on the on the PS5 rather than the PC, and Mass Effect might might be one of might be one of them. But we'll see. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm interested to play Mass Effect. Uh, a big fan, of course. Nice. What what's your general uh, sort of top level view on the PS5? Are you are you glad you've picked it up? Uh, did you miss your PS4? You know, has it made you think? Oh, actually, other than the sitting on the the, the couch side of things, you know, PS5 is it still in that process of you know, or the the place of maybe not just yet, or is it starting to actually change? Uh, where people I cannot. I cannot, and I'll say this to anyone listening. I, I, I honestly, please don't buy a PS5 from a scalper. Do not buy a PS5. <laughs> please don't. don't I, I didn't buy. I, I did buy mine secondhand. I did buy mine for higher price than than, than retail. Uh, I did, but I bought it from from a, a, an actual gamer that needed some money and wanted to sell the PS5. Yeah, and I was quite happy to 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 uh, to uh, to, uh, to buy it from him, but. Uh, don't buy it from scalpers. Let's not reward people that that, that just buy ten of them and and just sell them a couple hundred quid extra on top. Uh, so if you can get one at retail, I think it's absolutely worth it. I, I th- uh, if you can get one at retail, uh, absolutely get it now. I cannot say go and buy one and and spend more than it costs retail. I cannot possibly recommend that uh, at any point. Uh, that's just uh, it, made, anyway. it made sense to to me because I wanted one and I review games and I talk about games in 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 in, in this podcast. So I, I, and it was my birthday and I wanted to to get one and I was prepared to pay a bit more. Listen, guys, I paid fifty quid more than than it cost retail uh, overall. So so I'm not saying it was nothing crazy, but. Um, 
it made sense for me to do it. But uh, I cannot recommend uh, spending more. However, yes, I am very impressed by it. A lot of the things it does, it, 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 it's, it, it's good. Um, the, the controller itself, like I said before, is, is, is one of those. You need to try it because you hear people talking about it. You heard me saying it and, and, and you're thinking, oh, that sounds great. And I heard people saying it though, and I thought it sounded great. But once you actually try it, little things like... Um, like the rain on Returnal, it's raining, and you and you feel the rain on your hands. You know, you feel like the little speckles of rain falling in your hands. It's that's so that's so cool. You know. Uh, uh, by the way, Microsoft has to come up with something like that. Microsoft has to. I mean, the, Microsoft in terms of everything else, they still have the best controller, the pad. Uh, you know how it feels, etc. They still have the the best controller, but but uh, but they don't because the haptic feedback uh, on on um, on the on the PS5 is. is is the game changer. So they need to come up with something like that, uh, Microsoft, uh, I think. Uh, because um, it, beca- it starts becoming a differentiator, I think. Uh, so yes, I think it's worth it uh, to, to buy a PS5. If you can get it at retail, I don't think you can get it at retail uh, probably until next year. This is the problem. And then, yeah. you, start, then you start missing games. You start missing uh, you know, the Returnals. You start missing the, the Russian and Clanks and... and uh, and the likes of those games. Having said all that as well, when you can buy one next year or Christmas or next year, then those games will be cheaper as well. So so it's uh, so it's not, um, you know, it's one of those. I think they've done a good good job with the UI. UI is a lot cleaner. It took me a while to realize how to actually put it into rest mode because it's quite different than, than the PS4. Yeah, I on, the PS, on the PS4, you have to press and hold the PS button. Here, you don't. Why do people do that? Why did, why did they change something from one to the other? Sony, they've never been good at software. Yes, They're not very so, good at software. I mean, I was quite impressed with the, with the, the video recording on it, actually. You know, the, the, the share button on it. Oh yeah. So I don't remember what it was on the PS4, but I don't know how long he recorded for. But this one here essentially records for an hour, so you can you can pretty much get up to an hour back of of gameplay whenever or at any point, which is which is quite good. Uh, but you can also do thirty seconds, five minutes, etc. And then once you once you get it, 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 it does it in a clever way. So you can go and edit it. You can uh, cut it like I want just this uh, particular three minutes part or, or whatever, and you can just cut it like that. Or you can export it to their to their Play Factory share whatever thing, and in there, it's actually quite a full, uh, uh, quite a good video editor. I mean, I I do edited edit videos for, for YouTube, and actually the what they have on a PS Five is quite cool. You can put things like you can add tracks, you can add audio, you can you can add music, you can uh, you can change, you can pick a clip from here, a clip from there, and put it put it together. You could actually fully put a make a, a YouTube video like uh, a trailer, for instance, with cuts of. Uh, you can make a, a trailer for a vi- uh, for a game. You could take like little segments of a game and put them all together and actually put them into a video and just export it as a full video. It's, it's actually quite, quite an interesting uh, little app they got there, uh, uh, I thought. So uh, little things like that are, um, are quite good. Yeah, so uh, I know both of you are, want to get one. So yeah, you, sh- you should absolutely do, do uh, so. Also, I'm not in also much of a hurry I, anymore. I want to swap games once you guys have it because the games are expensive, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Mario's already thinking, I don't have to buy uh, a Demon's Souls. Fantastic. I don't know if you want to play Demon's Souls anyway. But, but, uh, I've done that. You've done, so yeah, pre- presumably then you bought the pregnant one. Yes. One. Yes. Cool. I, uh, the digital one didn't make a, a lot of sense to me um, because um, because uh, you know, like I said, you can you can borrow the whole thing about consoles is uh, is Marius. I can land Returnal to Marius, and Marius can then land me uh, whatever, and then I I can just 
slap it yeah. on. Not to mention that I wanted to keep certain PS yeah. PS4 games. I wanted to keep There's some of my pure. I wanted to keep some of my. I still want to play at some point. I still want to play the Last Guardian. I can just pick that up and slap it onto the onto the onto the onto the pregnant PS5 and play it. Uh, also, it um, certain games it it, uh, it it changes them as well. So something like God of War is now sixty frames per second, for instance, the the whole experience, and um, and. Uh, like they, we were talking about Days Gone. Days Gone, and you can play the. It's thirty frames on PS4. It's sixty frames on PS5. So, so certain games they actually uh, work better on the PS5. But ultimately, you're still playing a lot of your PS4 games on your PS5. Or you know, most people will be. If you haven't got an alternative, there's not much still on the PS5 solely. I don't think, or me getting one at least. But yeah, I'm happy I go. I'm happy I go one anyway, and uh, it's good. It means we can actually cover some of the PS PS5 games on on this channel, uh, which is great. Right. Uh, but yes, let's move over to the the why uh, don't you, which is a part of the show where we give you a recommendation of something to do or watch or experience. And I'm quite excited by Maris. Let's start with Maris because Maris, believe it or not, I kid you not, that was going to be my recommendation for 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 this week, and you okay. stole it. You stole it from me. <laughs> You... Well, that serves you right for not putting it on the sheet, doesn't it? Uh, do you want to do a joint, a joint one? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, why not? Well, okay, go for it. I'll, I'll, I'll start. Uh, sure. So, yeah, my recommendation is Nobody, um, the movie starring Bob Odenkirk of mm-hmm. Better Call Saul slash Breaking Bad yep. fame. Um, and... This is an action movie. Let's be honest. It's it's a it's a it's a it's like a John Wick, basically. <laughs> That's what this movie is. It's John. It's it's a, it's a, it's another retelling of a similar John Wick story, um, yeah. uh, of literally a, a sort of nobody who who's uh, living the family life. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a uh, there's a robbery and and he he decides to do something about it and. Uh, gets caught up with Russian gangsters and and things escalate. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Um, and I think this movie is fucking brilliant. <laughs> uh, I was. I mean, I was expecting it to be. And look, look it, it is what it is. It's a John Wicky type movie. I think it's made by some of the same people that did John Wick, or written by the same writer, writer. I same think. Writer, same writer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can tell because it's almost the same movie in many yeah. ways. To be honest yeah. with you, um, but I thought it was really good. I thought the uh, the fight scenes were were good. I thought Bob Odenkirk was was brilliant in it. Uh, not seen him in that sort of role before, and I think he handled it really well. Um, and that there's moments uh, that there's moments that are, are, are genuinely amusing as well. Um, uh, my particular favourite is is when um, he's having a fight on on the bus, and he ends up getting thrown out of the 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 bus window. And he just walks back in, back to the front of the bus to go back in and continue the fight. Yeah, it's just uh, just the way it's done and the setup of that um, it, it is really good. Yeah, I, I was pretty blown away by this movie. I think it's uh, uh, it, 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 it exceeded my expectations. I thought it was really, really good. Um, yeah, so I, I, that was going to be my recommendation as well. Um, uh, but when I was went to, to to write on it, I was like, "Oh, uh, what happened? Did I write this already? Oh no, Maris did." Uh, I also watched it. I, I, th- it is written by the same 
writer as John Wick. Uh, there is a lot of lot of similarities between it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was brilliant as well. Uh, I don't think it was as good as John Wick. Let's just start. No, no, I, I think that's probably fair. And the reason it wasn't as good as John Wick is only because John Wick, um, uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, spent a lot of time training, and and there's a, a lot of the things you see in the, in, in the in John Wick when like things like reloading the gun, etc. I like actually he's really doing it in in like in the scene. So uh, so uh, a lot more preparation went into the into the fight scene. So I think the fight scenes. Are, are better in in, in yeah. John Wick, but anyway, but going back to 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 nobody, uh, I thought Bob Odenkirk was excellent on this. Like as you say, uh, I, I thought uh, his acting was was top notch. I always th- I always thought he was a great actor. Anyway, I know he does mostly comedic roles, but it's always been good. And he was one of the best things about Breaking Bad. It was him anyway t- to start with. And and as as you know, I'm a big fan of. Barakos, do you watch Barakos as well, Maris, or or, or not? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I echo everything that Marie just said uh, said about it. I think it's a, it's a, it's an easy watch to, for anyone. To, the, yeah, it's it's an easy watch, and uh, it's an hour and a half long. Yes. That's how long ninety nine percent of movies should be. Agreed. Yes, completely agreed. Uh, yeah, I I, I really enjoyed that. I thought some of the uh, I think it was a bit more funny as well in some in certain parts. Yes. In yeah, yeah, that's, parts. yeah, yeah. It, it got me chuckling quite a few times. And uh, I really liked the uh, whenever I watch a movie, I liked going on to IMDb and and reading the facts about uh, about uh, the movies. Where you, I don't know if you do the uh, same. So, so I, I, no, I, I don't know what you're going to say there, but I also I need to shout. I thought Rizza was quite good. Um, Rizza from Wu Tang play, plays yeah. a character in there. He was good. <laughs> But Christopher Lloyd, his second best role that I've ever seen him in, he exact... he was absolutely phenomenal. And that's exactly it... what I was gonna say. So so he's in his eighties and he's in this movie, and uh, there's a part in the movie with not no spoilers where he has a couple of shotguns and he's uh, handling and they're proper they're actual shotguns. Obviously they're propped, but they're they're, they're quite heavy, and. Um, they offered him like a, they were gonna give him like a um, a lighter prop so that he could. It was like no 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 no. I want to have the the prop so it's uh, so so it looks more realistic. So he insisted on 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 actually even though he's obviously quite an elderly uh, mm-hmm. person now. He insisted on using those and I thought he was excellent on on, on the movie. He was, yeah, he yeah. was brilliant. He was so good. Uh, yeah, it was it was a specific part which which is the first the first. Uh, it, you know the part I'm on about. That yeah, part. Know, was, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that part was just. I, I was actually. I wasn't sure. They actually got me with that part. I wasn't sure what was gonna happen. I'm like, yes. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. We're talking around it. I just. I'm a big fan of not giving spoilers, so I don't want to say. But uh, yeah. Yeah. No, Maris knows the part I'm talking about. Yes, that was that was great. Nobody. Easy recommendation. Uh, where can you find nobody? Yes. Somewhere. Somewhere. You can find it somewhere. On I the be- screen. I believe it's Hulu. I think. I think it's Hulu, yeah. So I think it's where you can find. It. I don't remember what I found. It. I I got too many. Um, yeah, likewise. Yeah. I got too many uh, subscriptions. I don't remember which one I watched. It. I think it's on Hulu. So go and check it. I, I thought you had a, a cancel down of your subscriptions recently, Marius. That was a why don't you a while back. Uh, yes, uh, obviously Marius has pirated the game, the, the movie, and it's. Uh, we, uh, mean we, I remember uh, where uh, I get things. And, and we're obviously yeah. talking talking around it, uh, Ben. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretending we don't remember where we got it from because I we don't know it. what you're talking about, Bruno. <laughs> yeah, I have no Just idea what you're talking about. Right. Okay. Um, so, uh, what about yourself, uh, Ben? What's uh, what's your recommendation? 
Oh, it's nothing very exciting at all. Uh, as you know, I don't watch things. Um, but it's springtime, and I've been potting around in the garden. So uh, my recommendation is to plant some seeds, uh, be it a little pot or a big pot or a box or whatever. Just put some soil, get some seeds. You're, you're and... supplementing your income with a cannabis grow, are you, Ben? No, no, I wouldn't get away with it in the building that I live in. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's a very lucrative income, I, I hear. Sorry, on a side note, we we had one just a few doors down the road. The old Bill came and raided the house the other day. <laughs> the, the other day yeah. My understanding, and I don't know much about these things, but my understanding is you, you need to go for the the basement, not the loft, because they have the helicopters yeah. that see the see the see the, the, um, the heat thing. You know, so I understand. My understanding is better use of fucking police time should be spent elsewhere than i uh, yeah, i agree weed, I, I agree but, but but currently so, currently weed is still illegal so so uh, the best I know. The, the best the best I know. the best policy so is don't 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 grow an illegal substance <laughs> that's the best policy that is, that is definitely the best policy yeah. <laughs> however yeah. I, i'm not i'm not discussing if if it should be illegal or not that's not the, what i'm saying is if no, it, no, if, that's, if that's it is illegal if it is illegal you probably shouldn't be doing it <laughs> that's, this is true that's, uh, it's only illegal if you get caught isn't it uh, no, 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 no. Anyway, no, no, no. <laughs> no illicit behaviour. Uh, but no, uh, just short and sweet. Yeah, plant some seeds, and it just you know it's five minutes out of your day to water your 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 plants. Uh, it's, it's something quite satisfying about it, and uh, watching a plant grow from seed. Uh, it's, you know, simple things like a tomato. Uh, I mean, I don't like tomatoes, but I like growing tomato plants because it's easy. Uh, and it's just that you know, so a couple of question, minutes a day. Question: What's wrong with tomatoes? They're probably one of the best things ever. You know. Yeah, they're, they're fine. I'm just not a big, big fan of like if they're in something, I'll eat them. But uh... yeah, it's like Maris is doing a face. He's, are you saying yes or no to tomatoes? No, I mean no, uh, yes to tomatoes. I will eat tomatoes. Tomatoes are one of my newfound foods that I will eat that I didn't used to eat. I would eat them in some things, but like. As a flavouring, good. I was never a fan of the actual sort of texture of tomatoes. Uh, I, I but, agree. But, but to say they're one of the best things ever, Bruno, is absolute bullshit. There are, <laughs> a, a, there are an almost an infinite number of things that are better than tomatoes. Uh, I'll explain what I mean by that. Uh, like the potato, uh, well, uh, sorry, like the potato, but unlike the potato, uh, it, you can, it, there, there's a multitude of things you can do with it. But the difference between the tomato and the potato is the tomato is actually healthier than than the, the potato. So, so, so you can eat. There's it's very versatile uh, fruit uh, that you can use for a lot of different things, uh, and uh, it's actually good for you. So, so that's why I say it's one of the best things ever because a is versatile. It, go, it can go in lots of different dishes, be it cold or hot, uh, or and it's good for you. That's why I say it's one of the best things ever. Okay. And they're easy to grow. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Hence why they're an easy thing yeah. to do. But Maris, Maris, I like Maris is in this new, uh, finding new foods, uh, which is great. I mean, he, he talked about olives before because he never was an olive eater. But olives are the best things ever. You cannot tell me they're not. Nah. nah. No, they're not the best things ever, but they are great. Okay. There there, there's a lot of different olives, and I've tasted a lot of them, and I still don't like olives. Uh, yeah, that's something, just something that's wrong small. with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I, I yeah. Uh, if you don't like olives, there's something wrong with you. Uh, no, uh, that's anyway. Uh, to, uh, grow something. I, uh, I, yes, I, I, I don't have a garden, but I do grow stuff. From I, I bought a plant from um, a plant, not a plant, a tree from uh, IKEA that was dying. Pretty much was dying. It was a lemon tree that was, it was like on its last legs. And uh, they had like like half price, you know, like pretty pretty much giving away because it was gonna die. I bought it, like when I first moved to this place, and um, 
kind of like changed the port and been you know bringing it back to life and uh it's still going now and it's getting really big and, and, and it's, it's satisfying to see that, satisfying, that yeah. growth of, especially yeah. if you you know you bought a haggard plant for half yeah. price and you're yeah. like oh, actually now, now it's flowering yeah it's exactly. it's life's simple pleasures that and why, uh, why don't you and I also have an avocado plant, which is uh, quite tall now. I have to admit, I tried to grow twice an avocado plant from uh, from from the the big the seed. Twice I failed, and then my uh, sister's um, uh, boyfriend uh, managed to do one. So he just gave it to me. But then I picked it up from that and I planted it, and it's now quite big. So so it's uh, it's looking quite good. So yeah, it is fun to do that, and uh, and uh, it is quite therapeutic. I agree. So people should absolutely do so. All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it, though, for the podcast. Um, uh, it's nice to have you back again, Ben. Thanks for... for, for yeah, for, no, thanks for, for having me. Of course. Nice yeah, to uh, talk about games as well. But, always. Uh, always. I, yes. I have actually I mean, been playing a lot recently, which has been quite nice. Yeah. Get your headset fixed. It's really, really... This, this, I mean, I yeah, think, no. I, 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 I've just treated myself to some new tech. Uh, what is that you got on your, on your, on your wrist? It's uh, a, a Phoenix 6X Pro. Uh, right, I love, I, mean, I love, I, I love when people people don't buy the 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 best product just to be different, uh, and they try to to go like, oh no, that this is good because he does this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get an Apple. Oh, I mean, to be fair, they might attack. <laughs> just get an Apple watch. watch. Everyone knows the Apple watch is better. Everyone else does the, you know, no one does, no one does a a, a, a watch as good as the Apple watch. It depends what you want out of it. But, yeah, uh, I would a new headset is is on the cards, but uh, I'm going to wait for some funds to come back in uh, yeah. before splitting I mean, out. Listen, I don't want to go MacGyver on you, but for the headset, just get a give, give yourself a lollipop, right? Give yourself a lollipop, eat the lollipop, right? When you finish it, use the lollipop stick as a brace on the inside with some tape. Boom. Well, that's what I've already done well, with the metal that... thing that's already in it. it yeah, I don't, I don't believe that you have a brace there. You put some tape. I don't, I, no, I don't see a brace. I don't see a brace. Do you see a brace, Marius? I don't see a brace there. I don't think it's braced it. It's covered in tape. <laughs> it's the most piss poor brace that's ever been seen. If, if it's there, fine. If there is I don't use my headset very often. I don't uh, want to spend more money on fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's okay. just funny how you've got one side drooping. I'm gangster. This is all it is. It's, like, like, it's, it's, it's like your headset's having a stroke, you know. So it's the new DJ look, you know, rather than doing it like that, it's hanging. So yeah. it's it's the most. I mean, it is. It's the whole podcast has thrown me and Maris as well. And Maris as well. It's it's the worst thing I've ever seen. But okay. well, it's good to be back, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Welcome back. The other thing that's throwing me as well, which is which I, which I love, is I keep looking at uh, on his shelf there, and this is for the podcast listener. You go like, what the fuck? YouTube dot uh, com Monkey Tail UK, and you, you can have a look at at uh, at uh, at this podcast. Uh, but uh, we're looking here at uh, at your shelf, which is full of games. But the one which I, uh, yeah. I keep looking because it brings me back so many good memories. Can it? It's that PS One uh, screen that fits into the to the, the PS One. Oh, that thing is great. I, I, that thing is a great thing. I used, to, I used to have one of those things. That's. Uh... I'll tell you what. So I I waxed lyrical about this a while ago. But yeah. in terms of tech, Sony video and speaker system from the nineties. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's uh, uh, it's a cool piece. Yeah. It's an LCD. So, like back in the day, that that's the only one of the you know for LCDs were quite expensive, but that, that was that was quite a lot of big tech back in the day. Those those things are awesome. What's that? Seven yeah. inch? No, uh, and it's like seven it's, eight inch. Yeah, it's about that. 
no, so it looks and sounds really authentic. It's the best way to play a PlayStation. At the moment. No, it's not the best way to play a PlayStation. They're, they're absolutely incorrect. The best PS1. way to play. I mean, <laughs> that, that is, yeah, that is a stretch and a half. Yeah, the best way to play PlayStation is the big fuck off screen, and then you play the PlayStation. Don't give me this. No, because it, it looked bad. Because no, obviously, you know, no, no. on modern screen. No, and... get yourself a CRT yeah. or something and play it on the CRT. Then. Don't, oh yes. Don't okay. tell me that that's the best way to play PlayStation. You know, call, you you were saying earlier call a spade a spade. You call a spade a spade. Don't tell me that's the best way to play PlayStation. <laughs> Right, we're trying to say it. But no, it does. It does look really, really cool. Actually, it looks awesome. Uh, yeah, and also, the speaking of good-looking consoles, that that mini PS One uh, is one of the best-looking consoles as well. I think that console is great. Actually. The PS One yeah. is, yeah. The, 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 yeah. That particular version, the the the, the, the that was quite a quite a quite a good console. All right, okay. We we like I said, we're going over long today. Let's uh, let's end it there then. If you do want to get in touch with us, you can do so at. By sending us an email to podcast at monkeytail.co.uk or hitting us up on Twitter, which is at monkeytailuk. And uh, yeah, tell us, uh, give us your suggestions for opening questions uh, or for why don't you use at the end. And um, yeah, just say hi. We, we, you know, uh, just get in contact. And the other thing you can do for us is um, give us a review on your platform of choice, be it iTunes, Google Play, um, Spotify, whatever. Just give us a review there uh, and tell a friend. And uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there. I've been Bruno Pinto. I've been thinking this podcast was telly fantastic. Uh, I've been Mr. Bombastic. There we go. Mr. Bombastic. We want us a bombastic, romantic, fantastic lover. Shaggy. Mr. Lover, lover. I'm just a lover, lover. Just a lover, lover. I'm just a lover, lover. She called me Mr. Bombastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Touch me on me box. She says I'm Mr. Romantic. I'm fantastic. Touch me on me box. She says I'm Mr. Boom. Boom. Now you say give me your lovin', girl. Your lovin' well good. I want your lovin'. I get like your shoes. I give you your lovin'. Good. I want your lovin', girl. Your member the wood you like to kiss and caress. Rub down every strand of your bandages. To get to those twenty seconds. True. I shall send and you guys. Twenty seconds is valuable for Marius. Uh, uh, well, yeah, he can give he can give Steph a sister in thirty seconds <laughs> or, or a brother. <laughs>